Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stage Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, it's the website, stagecrunchymilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099. And I'm your host, the internet's Tayrail 713. Stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. Yo, Busta Rhymes, the Imperial Lyrical, you heard? Kill like the one syllable word. The criminal of the lyrical killing you pitiful. Niggas leaving you in a critical, destroy your mineral. Back when I was scrambling in front of the deli, like live, live on a celly which was in the street whipping on shiny Pirelli. Now every millisecond I try to reckon with niggas for jacking. Like they really thug and I ain't even checking. How niggas could try to act like they really had them foul niggas. Fuck with now, fuck with now niggas. Better bow niggas. For moderation, go, for moderation niggas going to hibernation while I legally chase the situation of hibernation. Now that we credible, I require a busy schedule collecting federals being put on a pedestal. While we clean and we keep on feeding you, you know the meaning. Start to holler and screaming until your stomach start bleeding. The next shit. The next shit. The next shit. No, 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 no. If you know that, you're a real good, uh, you're real underground hip hop kind of head. That's some, uh, that's some pharaoh shit with a dope ass Buster Rhymes verse, as you can hear. Hello, welcome to it. Stay scratchy and milk. It's episode 478. And I got to tell you, there's not really much, uh, I can do with that number this week. So sorry. <laughs> only thing, only thing 478 was popping up as is a, a Georgia zip code that either is going to exist. Or it does exist now, you know, or you know, it's whatever. So not a lot of fun to be had with that particular number. My apologies. Yeah, have they said what our new uh, uh, area code is going to be? I have no idea. I, <laughs> I love that they like these motherfuckers is the two one six. The rest of y'all can't be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm joined by my best friends as always. It's Tatum two one six in the building. Slushbox two zero nine nine. All right, here we go. I want to feel your heart and soul inside of me. Let's make a deal. You roll, I lick, and we can go flying into ecstasy. Oh, darling, you and me, light my fire, blow my flame. Take me, take me, take me away. Yeah, yeah. That the take me away. No. Nope. Okay. All right. I don't know what that was. Tony Braxton, you're making me high. Uh, making you're me making high. me high. That was a great video. Yeah. I, I, I obviously I can't sing like she can. Like I'm 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 a terrible singer. But like that uh the power uh light my fire, blow my flame, take me, take me, take me away. Baby, and it was everybody was in it that again. Video too. It again. <laughs> um, it was like all the ladies from Martin from Living Single. That was such a good video. 
honest. I hadn't even thought. I, I, I guess I'll be thinking about the the Tony Braxton vids, but I don't know, man. I'll I, I be having weird because some people are like y'all had MTV and BTCJ cable, and I didn't. So my only thing I ever had a lot of times was the box, the box. and like it was there, but it wasn't there. And you know, <laughs> it depends on uh, you know where you were. And what I could probably put that. On. I could probably throw the video on YouTube right now. I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember. Every, I remember every bit of this, or not, because you know. I remember the "Unbreak My Heart" video where she had that ve- the um j- the, Is that the one where she's in the shower. She might have been in the shower. Yeah, she might have been in the shower crying. But I remember the dress she had on with her whole belly out. That was such mm-hmm. a nice dress. Yeah, I remember that video, and then the uh, "Making Me High" is where she's like on the colored platform. Mm-hmm. It was like a mix between like a '90s dance video and like a soul art. Yeah, she had on the uh, like the the white cat suit on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I, mean, I remember uh, Light my fire, blow my it? flame Take me, take me, take me away It was that TLC video I think it was a video for Creep And at one point in that video T-Bone's shirt flashed away You kind of had some side titty action mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it Creep or the uh, Red Light Special Where they had on the flowy pajamas? I think it was uh, uh, Creep yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The one that was in the jammers, in the silky jammers. That's another thing about this generation that they'll like, they'll never know the pain of trying to like jerk off to a music video, knowing you have a finite <laughs> amount of time to get to the spot that you know is coming. And if you miss it, it's like, you no know, guarantee it's coming back around anytime soon. The weird part or the random part of that is why were we trying to finish at a specific scene? That's the fantasy. That's the, yeah, that's the whole point. I, I know, but why? What what made us think that's the thing we should be doing? It's like, that's, I that's guess. Because we didn't have thing. options back then. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I guess I'm going to jack off to Danzen by a mother by Danzen. Let me hurry up before it comes on. Like, the internet was really kind of starting to take off around this time. But I remember when that uh, Sean Paul Beyonce baby boy video came mm-hmm. out where she yeah. was, like, on the, like, the desert beach Ooh. Yeah, and like, man, like that was like the epitome of music video jerking back then for me. But there was like there was stuff before that, you know. Like, I, I can't say that I was a master at it, but I I won't sit here and lie and say I never tried either. Hmm, you were master. Now, like every <sighs> like kids these days have a phone where you could like pause, rewind, fast forward. It's there at a moment's notice whenever you want. They don't know what it's like to have to like watch TRL and hope that they're going to play the video on the countdown that day. So <laughs> I was um, on TikTok. Um, not too, it, it was uh, quite a while ago, about a, a month or two ago, and then um, it said in the um, like in the bar or the comments, like uh, put the speed to such and such. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you could do that. Can mm-hmm. you do that in TikTok? Yeah, you. Yeah, you you long you touch it long code and it gives you options to uh, to play the video at a certain speed. All right, I just turned down my phone so y'all shouldn't hear anything. And uh, ah, ah, ah. I I sent I sent this one to my kid earlier because I thought he'd be fine to introduce some. It's uh anyway. I, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm send it to you right now so you can see what the hell I'm talking about. I think yeah, it's a neat you long code. Go down to play speed and you can uh, speed it up or slow it down. Long hold, and the options I have here are 
Report, not interested, why this video, save this video, turn off captions, duet, stitch, clear mode, live photo, share a gift. So I don't have a speed situation. Yeah, it's right under like, <clears throat> uh, why is my, a long code and it's under, um, play, it's, it says play speed. I don't, I don't know why, but maybe it may be just, it may be an entry thing. Well, let's see. Hold on. I, I do got a little menu right here, and that's like to various places I can send it to. But yeah, none of those are place B. No, I don't. I don't have that option. Neat. Hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, but, I, I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly pleasant with it. I'm not. Uh, it's not. Is it? I never knew I, it was there, so therefore it is not. <laughs> well, the only time I ever sped up media is when I was listening to audiobooks. I would listen to him at like 1.25 because like we like listen to like a Game of Thrones book that's like 800 pages. It would it, you would still get the full effect of what you were listening to or quote unquote reading. Really? Yeah. But it would but it would cut out a lot of the dramatic pauses and gaps and shit in dialogue. <laughs> so you get through it faster, but you're still getting the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been doing that lately. Um, I'm I'm still <clears throat> from uh, from last week. I'm still working on that. Um, the Lakers. Like, the the Lakers book I got two hours and eleven minutes left so I knocked out sixteen hours so far. Nice, I uh, I am, <laughs> I guess such an audiophile, but that seems a little much that I just I simply cannot like I'm so touchy about the uh, especially with uh, being a record guy like getting my speed just right and so forth that I need to hear it at at at, at its appropriate uh, speed and I keep motherfucking moving so. I uh I bet I'll be on it like that. <laughs> I could never go uh fast. But that's because I don't and also I don't listen to much of anything that like says to me like that that has to be wrapped up sooner than later. You know what I mean? So some some of those like the one Stephen King book, I think it was eleven twenty four sixty four. Mm-hmm. That bad boy is like twenty four hours. So putting it up to like one point two five or one point one five, like it fucking helps. Because like you want to get to the story, but like, um, but man, it's it's. I would love to listen to that again, but I don't think I ever would. Yeah, but that's interesting that you want it. I, I don't know. I, you're going to get through it quicker or get through. I just I'll be like, that's my that's a that's a eight hours of my work day handled right there. You know what I'm saying? It'll still, it'll still be seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like sometimes. What what happened to me if I get like a good book or a good podcast going, like my family suffers. They mm. definitely do. Because like <laughs> I'll go to the like if I go to the grocery store, I'll just start like walking around, taking my time. Oh, let me go back here or like I'll take my time washing dishes because I'm in a, a whole nother world. Like um like I'm learning um, you know, about mosquitoes and you I fuck your glass of water right now. I'm trying to listen to this book. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be, I'll I play my book. I'll just take my phone everywhere. I set it on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? Be like, just like you said, load the dishwasher. Got my book playing over there. I'm cooking. I done took it over there by the stove. And you know what I'm saying? I just, <clears throat> TS what it is. I earned it. Trust me. Uh, I ain't got a lot this week. I do got one news story that I found, I found interesting because I had, it had, uh, this story has showed up on. I'm from Cleveland, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I was, uh, it just, I, I was looking through the story, so the, the other news stories, and it popped up, and I was like, "Oh, I, I'm glad to have a follow up on that." So this is from uh, Business Insider. 
is just like I don't know who owns Business Insider, but they they do everything. But this says uh, this is uh, Sindhu Sundar and uh, is the uh, by on the byline. A Cleveland law firm fired her lawyer over his text to a female attorney accusing her of collecting a salary from the firm while sitting on your ass during mm. maternity leave. And now we got some uh, some some uh, some highlights here. Uh, a Cleveland law firm fired a partner after one of his text messages to a coworker was posted online. The partner's text berated a female attorney for leaving the firm after her maternity leave. A leader of the firm said in a statement that he was disappointed at the conduct. And here's the actual story. It's a pretty large font. You could go back pretty quick. Imagine this at 1.25. A law firm in Cleveland <laughs> terminated one of its partners after a text message he sent was posted online that shamed a former colleague for leaving the firm after her maternity leave. The firm, Zashin and Rich, confirmed in a LinkedIn post on Tuesday that it let go of former partner John Delino. The text in question, which he sent a female attorney, read in part, what you did, collecting salary from the firm while sitting on your ass, except to find time to interview for another job. Says everything one needs to know about your character. A cool screenshot of the message shared online. In the law firm's post, co-managing partner Stephen Zashin wrote that the firm made the decision to terminate Delano after discussions with its attorneys and clients, calling it a sad and challenging time for our firm. I apologize to my former colleague who received the inappropriate text, and I'm disappointed that this happened on my watch, Zashin said in his statement. Delano had told the news outlet cleveland.com that he sent the message and acknowledged that the text had been inappropriate and disrespectful. According to its report on Tuesday, Zashin didn't provide further comment beyond the statement in the firm's LinkedIn post and Delano didn't respond to a LinkedIn message on Wednesday morning. The text message drew attention after another attorney, Kelly Barnett, posted about it on LinkedIn on Tuesday saying that its recipient, who is unnamed, had shared it with her. Barnett wrote that she posted the message with its recipient's approval, but didn't identify the attorney who shared it, describing her only as a female associate who received the text earlier in this earlier this month. Delano's message had essentially berated his colleague for taking another job soon after returning from maternity leave. Barnett wrote that the attorney who received the text had also been asked and expected to perform legal work even while on paternity, maternity leave. Barnett wrote that the episode demonstrates some of the some of the persisting forms of discrimination that women in the legal profession still endure and called on law firms to address the true workplace culture behind the words and pictures on firms' websites and marketing materials. It's defined by boots on the ground reality taking place in firm halls, offices, and conference rooms, Barnett wrote in her post. The post appears to be resonating with women attorneys and executives on the platform, drawing more than 2,000 comments. Barnett did, um, did not immediately respond to a LinkedIn message Wednesday by Insider. So, like I said, I saw I saw I saw the text messages themselves on uh, on uh, I'm from Cleveland, which is a dope uh, Instagram follow if you are from the city of Cleveland or just get get down with people in the city of Cleveland. And I thought, wow, that's crazy. And like I said, the story popped up, and I was like, oh, cool, some 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 follow up. But now, as I go through this story, did y'all know LinkedIn was popping like this for uh, for team spelling? <laughs> no, I did not know that. No, that's wild. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe I'll be using LinkedIn wrong. Well, I know LinkedIn is the is the new Facebook. So, hmm. so I I only thing I do on LinkedIn is somebody will be like, uh, I want to make a connection with you, and I'm like, okay, I used to work with you, or I still do work with you, and I'm like, that's fine. 
There's nothing else really popping on my LinkedIn. I have not updated it in yours. There's a nice picture of me on there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not I really. E- I get emails for it all the time. All but I the time. But I haven't logged into LinkedIn in probably nine years. Yeah, I, like uh, the other day, uh, 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 Wade was uh, a- uh, asked to uh, uh, connect. And I was like, oh, yeah, why, why were we not connecting on LinkedIn already? So nothing to that. And so I just I, I connect with him and a bunch of other, uh, like I said, OGs from the from the gig and uh, uh, who you know had, had had been let go either recently or had a bit or had left in years past. So that's all. That's all it is. I don't talk to anybody. I don't message people on that. I, like nothing like that. I guess, again, I didn't know LinkedIn was uh, was the place to be for all this uh, this hot delicious tea, but uh, apparently it's it's the lick. So there you go. Maybe you maybe you are using LinkedIn correctly and can tell us some things. I'm saying so if you are and you listen to this and you get down with the get down, let us know. Because <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> but that's about it. That's the only news I really pulled up here. It was, like it was a it was a hyper local story. And uh so I kept the motherfucking moving and you know what it is. I I I passed the Dutchie, put my left hand side over to my man Aunt uh, uh It's you, baby. What's good? Have at so, <laughs> today. So, like the other day, I was watching a, um, one of those many um, Instagram videos, and the guy was like, "Man, watching a call is like a good ass candy bar." I'm like, "You know what it is." So, I've been making a mistake for, I'm not gonna say years now, but I do like watching a call. Yes, but being a man of um, of some means, occasionally I can afford a dollar seventy nine. So I was like, man, let me go for the king um, size. Okay, that's too so much. That's what I have been going for. Don't, 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 uh, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> so today I grabbed a regular size. Um, what you call it? I've been fucking up all these years. Well, well, no, I'm not going to say years. I've been fucking up when I bought one a couple months ago. <laughs> I tasted like a regular. No, work. you were fucking up all those years because you were avoiding it, and now that you know you like it, you were fucking up on a different scale. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go ham, but when I, <laughs> so I had a, re- a regular what you call it today. The proportions are <laughs> what they're supposed to be. Yep. Um, with the king size, it's too much of some things, not enough of others. Yeah. Uh, a regular size, what you would call it, is a well balanced bar. I just was watching more mythical more a day or two ago, mm-hmm. and they uh, brought the of uh, the uh, the EIC of Sport was on their uh, talk, you know their little uh, their food vertical, and uh, they went over their the years their the, the years best treats, and mm-hmm. I believe sure as shit I believe what you would call it was the winner of the of the best candy bar. Maybe it was take five. I want to double check that before I, I lie to you. But I'm almost positive it was what you would call it. Yeah, I've never had a take five. It doesn't interest me in the least. Right. Take five I, with pretzels in it. Yeah, yeah. take five is a hit, and Canadian take five even better. My what's grandmother the, loved those. What's the difference between a, a Canadian and um, the, the, the the state side um, take five? Better chocolate, it, more than likely. Uh, well, yeah, for sure. But it, it, it it's also the wrapper is green. We have so, red, right? Puff, yeah. Puffing on that green. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. It, so, yeah, I've not going to like it's 
it's rare that um you know I'll taste I'm like man that is like it's only a couple things and this is my list as far as like good things and the size I think it's appropriate for now I'm a, I'm a going I'm going to put the whatchamacallit, the um regular size not the king size in that area but one thing I do think that's king size that's just the right proportions or king size twix now you get four in a pack right yeah and then the little twix are just a little bit smaller and it's like a pretty perfect proportion to um to save some for later for then I'm also going to go Reese's either footballs or eggs. They have the most perfect crunchy, like especially put in the fridge, like the perfect layer of chocolate to them. It's an abundance. It's very grand. It's uh, it might as well be wearing a monocle. It's so good. I feel like a lot of candy bars that have like king size versions, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily make the bar bigger. They just give you like another one, more. Yeah, yeah, in the same pack. So then it's like you can eat one now, eat one later kind of situation. Like, give me all the fries you can give me. <laughs> 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 yeah, but like, uh, it's like, uh, okay, so Fifth Avenue king size is definitely like bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, that's the thing though. Like in in these days and times, when it, where, where twelve eggs is five fucking dollars, most most um most uh, places ain't give you nothing better. Like it's it's r- rare that you find something that's like it's king size or family size or value size. And you actually getting the value. My uh, well, never mind. Scratch that. Mm. Okay. Val- value doesn't down- exist right now. Have you gotten down with the uh, the who's it, what's it? Which is uh, what's McCall's cousin what's coming, a red wrapper? Yeah, it don't got no, it's just like chocolate and peanut butter. Ain't no it's, caramel it's, or nothing in it. It's chocolate, it's chocolate Krispies instead of peanut butter Krispies. Uh, and uh, I thought, it, is it peanut butter in there? What is in the, watch, the who's it, what's it? Hmm. Who's it, what's it? <laughs> Man, if I had a whoops. candy bar, I, I would call it a whoopsie doodle. I actually think that might be an actual thing. So we, we need that. We'll have to look that up. Uh, chocolate, chocolatey crisp, and peanut butter candy bar. Yeah, no caramel. They use they put peanut butter in there as opposed to peanut butter crispies. So it's, it's what's popping with the. Uh, would you say whoopsie? Whoopsie doodle. Whoopsie doodle. What? Uh, YT is looking up. What would you put in your ca- your perfect candy bar, Dan? <sighs> Man, it's tough because like I like so many different things, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure how they would mesh. Like I like caramel, I like nougat, I like peanut butter, I like chocolate. So you I'm like Snickers? A, I, I I do like Snickers. <laughs> um, I would want cr- like a crunchy toffee thing though. Like that's too much. Like too much teeth sensitivity triggers. With that kind okay. of shit. Like, I just want myself to be a little more nougat Man. It's tough because it's like almost every avenue's already been covered, you know? Like, hmm. 
<laughs> they got Covered like Avenue. nuts. Covered Avenue could be your candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> Covered Avenues. Well, I mean, like realistically, in, in the candy game, like what's not done already? You know, like I mean, I know so much is done, but I, what 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 I guess what I what I what I feel like saying what can be done better? What can be done well that currently is they like? Oh, it's fine, oh. but we want to do some things here. I would like to try Snickers with different nuts, like different honey roasted nuts or something in them. Hmm, like a really a honey roasted. Uh, like maybe try a honey roasted peanut, then try like a honey roasted almond or a honey roasted cashew. Just like switch it up a little bit. You know what we got to get uh, when we meet up next time. I sent you guys this, but like Walmart got like a. Um, like a candy bar for every like they got like the big the big head honchos they got like a fake Snickers a fake Twix again uh, use a sport they uh, talk about how oftentimes great value comes through as the better option Ooh. for a lot of stuff and I'm just be like I be snubbing my nose at great value and I need to stop you need to stop I'm gonna tell you three great value things that is good as hell one thing. Great value does better than like Pillsbury. So we you know, I have children. Sometimes I want to take the easy way out and like I'll buy the cinnamon rolls. Now when you buy a Pillsbury cinnamon roll, they lazily put the uh like the, the icing in yeah, there. And just a little bucket at the at just, the end. Just bucket like, hey little buddy, you take that three. <laughs> but Walmart's uh great value, it's a, it's in a little plastic pouch. <clears throat> Um, um, like a toaster, toaster strudel. You can just oh, cut it off. You can put it on there, nice for your family. They great values. Crescents are better than regular uh, crescents. Um, they taste. They got a great buttery taste. They cook up nice. And great value has these berry cookies. And they cost a lot of fucking money too. Like four dollars for a box of cookies. It's just like I must be balling out, or we got paid three times in that month or something. <laughs> Cause four dollars <throat> for this box of cookies, but it's a berry cookie, like it's berry in the crumb, and then it's like a uh, it's almost like a little macaron, but it's not. But it's very good. Um, and I feel like they're uh, the great value cinnamon uh, graham crackers bang super hard. Well, the thing about like great value brands is like a lot of their their merchandise with that label is outsourced from companies that already produce those items themselves for like their own label. Like, um, I, I mean, I, I think I mentioned this one time before, but uh, the frozen vegetable company that does like um, street corn and they do like rice cauliflower and stuff like that, tattooed chef. In like I've you know, was looking at them on the stock market and I've read some stuff about the company and they really decided to ramp up their own labels production by cutting back on the label merchandise that they would do for Walmart. Hmm. So like, you know, you go to Walmart and maybe you get like great value Mexican street corn or something like that. When in reality, that was just like tattooed chef's version or whatever, you know, but they would sell it to Walmart to brand it. 
So that yeah. could be like Pillsbury could be making the same cinnamon rolls that Walmart's selling, but then doing their own, you know, like. So the the but the only thing about that is is why is it better? I mean, like maybe they just don't do it the exact same way. Maybe they cut a corner or they they you know make it the production cheaper somehow. And it's not to say that it's necessarily Pillsbury doing that specific item. Yeah. But it could be like a company that like maybe does supply for Pillsbury and they they have the capability of producing it and they don't want to produce their own because it'd be like a competition thing. So maybe they so, just sell stock to like Walmart. It's like it's like a um, a Pillsbury ghost kitchen. It's like all right. Kinda y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all done for the night. We can make our uh we can make our shit. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, because I don't think it's like like Walmart I don't think has like food factories that they own or anything like that. I could be wrong. But I mean, I know they obviously they have supply companies for uh, the box, the packaging, and whatnot. But I'm pretty sure they just outsource the production of those items to other companies that specialize in those areas. I, but I still need you to finish. What what would be your um, your grand uh, candy bar idea? Well, I just said it'd basically be a copy of the Snickers, but I want to experiment with different nuts. Okay, because I like peanut butter, like the Reese's cups. And Snickers are probably like my two favorite candies, so it's like I, it's going to be hard for me to, to veer out of that realm because like like I don't know how well you can really mix the two, you know, like because that that'd be a lot going on. Then like I feel like with the nuts, like having then peanut butter in it too, would be a little much maybe. So like I I would want to like have some sort of experiment with like different variations of nuts in the Snickers. I mean, there's just so many nuts to get like in the world and like we just basically stick to peanuts i don't know if that's like a scientific thing like maybe they like you know they roast up a certain way or something like that or it's it's cost the beans are cheap bro the legumes be doing what they do all right so great values original mac and cheese is made by craft great value water is made by ozen nation great value ziploc bags zipper bags are made by ziploc Great value yogurt, Greek yogurt is made by Dannon. Uh, great value buttermilk biscuits doesn't say. Great uh, value dairy whip is made by Ready Whip. Great value ice cream is made by Walmart. Great value peanut butter is made by Conagra Foods. Great value um, thick and chunky salsa is made by Conagra Foods. Great value milk is made by Walmart. Great value coffee is made by Sarah. Uh, is made by Sarah Lee. The frozen pastry company. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that company. That, that company has some layers to it. Oh, I mean, yeah, they all do. I was just. Yeah. I didn't realize they had that same kind of division. Yeah. So see, like a lot of the companies are like kind of like create their own competition in a way. But I'm sure they have some sort of contract with Walmart for like a kickback or special pricing or something. Oh, you know what? I, I'm a liar. Sarah Lee is traded on the New York Stock Exchange as Sarah Lee, S-L-E. It is not under somebody else's banner. Everything is falling under its banner. And that thing is like Ballpark Franks, uh, uh, Jimmy Dean sauce, Hillshire Farms, Cons Meats. A bunch of shit, man. Holy smokes. Don't fuck with Sarah Lee. <laughs> Sarah Lee, bitches. <laughs> 
That's wild. Where to Downers Grove, Illinois? Downers Grove, Downers Grove. Why do I know that? What play took place in Downers Grove? Come on, y'all. Do it, do it for me. Come on. I can't because ah. I, mean, I I know where I think of Downers Grove. Oh, Utz makes uh baby potato chips. Okay. Peter Pan makes um their peanut butter. Downers Grove. Dude, we're five minutes into this Cavs game. And every time I look up, the Cavs are dunking. But then I look at the score, and they're down 20 to 11. Five minutes oh, wow. into the fucking game. McCormick makes their spices. ConAgra makes their flour. Sarah Lee makes their K-cups. Kraft makes their um, mayonnaise. Does it kind of make you wonder what it is about like Walmart that they're able to... like? Gangster squeeze all these companies into doing this. Like, what kind of deals they're cutting? Is money. it just the sheer, the it's sheer mass of like retail space that they they need to get into? So like, they have no choice but to to kiss the ring. Yeah, like Walmart has like a very interesting like way of doing business. Like, there's no other business that doesn't pay for anything. They well, like I, I know that so... like. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, I was gonna say they are in nearly every state the largest employee in that state, employer in that state. They literally move the economy. When Walmart moves, everything moves. So, like if if uh, if if if, if Tide is gonna cost what it's gonna cost, it costs that because Walmart said it's gonna cost that. People follow Walmart. Uh, companies follow Walmart, not the other way. Or no, Walmart don't follow nobody, and it's it's wild how much scruff they got. So. Uh, De La Soul finally gonna get their their uh, their uh, their stuff on on wax. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll they'll own it. So it'll it'll be they'll own whatever. So they're gonna release Three Feet High Rise in in, in uh, March. Uh, Walmart gets a version of that album. Well, I went to go buy that record from De La directly. It cost ten dollars more from De La directly than it cost me from Walmart. And I ended up buying the Walmart version because they they have a, a Walmart exclusive color a, uh, colorway, which is peach. Oh, nice. And uh, but they're they they have such massive influence over every aspect of our life that we just don't be knowing. They are big in a way that I don't think it makes any that people understand. And uh, it's funny to have heard them recently complaining about uh, shrinkage and theft. Mm, yeah, because while Walgreens recently just had to finally come out and admit like. Yeah, we probably over overstated what what was happening with shrinkage in our company, and we're fine with what it is right now. And we'll probably start laying off all the extra security we hired when we were wilding, talking about uh, we was getting robbed by too too damn much. As it turns out, their shrinkage is probably about one point five to two percent, which they said is is perfectly in line with anybody else, and it's is, is kind of expected. So, yeah, I think Walmart said they um, it's like three billion a year in shrinkage. I guess I'd be worried. I, I mean, I truly, I guess I could be shocked by it, but I'm like, oh, no, what's Walmart's nice. profit margins? Yeah, it's like $152 billion. Yeah, eat a bag of dicks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and like, Shrink is, um, isn't just stealing, it's like stuff getting damaged. It's, it's yes. a lot of different stuff. Like, um, it's just like in the way things ship and. Nowadays, like when you when you making um, you cutting corners everywhere, um, like when okay, so corn pops are going to be extinct pretty soon. 
Like they're gonna stop making corn pops. Yeah. So I went to the store, get my partner a box, I, and I was at Walmart. The first like six boxes was like all fucked up. I was like, I can't bring these boxes home. We got respectability politics here. Um, <laughs> so I had to go like six boxes back to get a, a like a nice looking box for her last box of pops. So it's little stuff like that, like uh, where sometimes um or or like this when um <clears throat> they write off. I'm sure they write this off as probably a shrinkage like or stuff they toss out. Like they usually send like the cakes that's about to go bad to homeless shelters. Yeah. Or to um like uh, food banks. They write that stuff off as um shrinkage. I'm sure they do that the same thing for that. Like when that cake about to go bad, that, they just don't sit it on the shelf. They they mark it down and when it don't get marked down, they give it away. I write my shrinkage off too. It was it was just cold weather, baby. It's cold. Oh, fuck. The name of the play was Our Town. I could not remember to say my life. Our Town takes place in Downers Grove. And uh, is, is that the, yeah, what the song was based off of? No, so no I thought that was a Cleveland thing. Yeah, is uh, they they describe it in uh, Wikipedia as a meta theatrical three act play by Thornton Wilder, and also as a Pulitzer Prize winning joint. I I just remember. Uh, I remember Down as a Girl being such a, a, a part of that place. So that's interesting. It's about it's basically about growing up in town. It's this boy and this girl fall in love. The ghost of their life is you know, you know, in school and then getting married and then you know, dying. Oh. <laughs> and and like there's a there's a there's a there's a narrator throughout the play or whatever. They describe it as the stage manager who has these uh, asides and monologues throughout. So it's a it's a very cool play. It's also it's ancient. It's from definitely from you know, Jim Crow era. Not not that it takes place in the Jim Crow situation, but it's like it's old like that. Is all I'm saying. So, and in fact, it's old and takes place even older. So it's it's like from 1938 when the play, but it, the play takes place from 1901 to 1913. Hmm. Our town. If you know, you know. All right, Box. You was about to say something, and I know you may not remember, but if you do remember, we were talking about Walmart, and you were uh, delving. No, I, I, I do remember. Okay. I was going to say, my buddy works in shipping, and yeah. he talks about how um, Walmart and Amazon try to abuse the shipping industry by like not being willing to pay the prices. They try to bully the, the truck drivers and the trucking companies into basically taking their freight for whatever the fuck they're willing to pay for it because they're so big, and they feel like the trucking companies can't survive without their business, so they'll just do whatever they want. And yeah. during like COVID... Like a lot of them were like, "Nah, fuck you. Uh, we're not. We're not going to take this for like pennies on the dollar. Uh, eat a bag of dicks." Which was part another part of the reason why we were having shortages everywhere. Job turkey ass. But that's what I was say. Walmart. Walmart is they evil man. And like no, that's the, I know. I know there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. It's just a fucked up situation. But they evil in a real particular type of way. You know, it's like damn man, y'all y'all terrible. And, it, and, it, and it's so unnecessary to be that terrible. The last check, we were down by three. What are we looking like now, Bucks? Uh, we're down by one, and Ricky Rubio is about to check in for the first time this year. In a year. Oh, well, yeah. welcome back. Very Congratulations, good. Congratulations, Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he's at the the check the scoreboard table right now. Is he going? I hope he rips off his pants in a fancy manner. <laughs> 
I hope he just looks at the camera and smiles because he's handsome as fuck. Did I tell you I seen him at the Gap Outlet? You did. It's gonna be a long um, couple. It's gonna be a ro- long road ahead from what I see. In what way? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be shopping at the Gap Outlet. He could have went to the regular Gap. Hey man, it's just a man who knows how to save his money. Yeah, yeah, a man knows his value. So it the is value what it of, is. The, the value of B jeans, B great jeans is what he values. Shit, I would right. target clearance jeans for the longest. Yeah, where, 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 where? Those are still A jeans, though. Where are he from? He might have people he said it's some clothes to. He's from Spain. Oh, I'm. Uh, I mean, he ain't really think popping like that. Spain is fine. <laughs> I mean, like when you when you play for a sports team, you just get like unlimited free shirts and shit. Just like you know, send like a a Gaylord of Cavs shirt back home or something. Is that a measure? No, Gaylord is a shipping box. Oh, look at, look at you! Tell me more about this shipping box and Dooney Brooks. It, like you know when you see like freight and it's in the giant cardboard containers. Those those are Gaylords. I'm looking at Gaylords right now. Fascinating. I learned that when I worked at Goodwill. You know, like uh, that was what our stock was in. Like we got donations, we would put them in. We would separate it into clothing Gaylords and then wares Gaylords, and then you know they would get moved over to the tables and processed through. There seems to be a specific manufacturer of Gaylords as well. So ain't no, ain't like that. You know, everybody out here. Yeah, they used to bitch at us for cutting holes in them because that's the thing. Like, they they we put stuff in them and then they'd want us to like clear through them, but like it's hard to like get down and reach into one of them motherfuckers. So like, what we would do is we would set up permanent ones next to like the the tables, and we would cut holes in the sides so that we could reach in and get through to the stuff. But like, we used to get bitched at for that because uh, they would like complain about how expensive they were and whatnot. And like, also too, when you like. You cut them like that, they they lose structure structural integrity, for so sure. you can't really use them for shipping after that point. So, the company wasn't too happy about that because you know you had to pay like the two hundred thousand dollar bonuses to the presidents and whatnot. I mean, you know, as, as we know, as we know from your time there, and as we know even now, that's a terrible company. Yeah. It's only gotten worse with its current uh, current uh, CEO. So, yeah, fuck Walmart. Oh, I didn't work we for really, Walmart. I worked for Goodwill. I mean, Goodwill. I'm, I, was, I was mad at Walmart still. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can't. We can't be fucking Walmart. I might need a job there someday. At the same, we really over here. Well, we by by we we mean I am really over here shooting barbs at capitalism tonight. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not angry with capitalism per se, but I do be not fucking around with bullshit. Yeah, like um. I keep on seeing these videos like um, to, it was today I seen one where it was like just going through thrifting and um, it was like, man, I could they're more expensive than Gabriel Brothers now. <laughs> like it was these like regular ass pair of uh, like work pants, like no tag in them. They looked at least 34 years old and they were 1999. Like you, back in the day, you go to a Goodwill, that is straight up two bucks. <clears throat> I, was, I was told the other day that the Goodwill I used to work at moved. Yeah, it moved over by um, by the Giant Eagle on Transportation Boulevard. Yep. I was like, man, maybe I need to go check it out. 
They, I, I mean, it's been uh, over 10 years now. I'm sure they don't remember firing me. Uh, surely. Like, uh, yeah, the people, the people that no, were there back then, like they, hopefully they're not still there. There's no way anybody is still there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've gone into other Goodwill since then. Um, but yeah, I definitely never went back to that one. Yeah, that's, that, that shop has turned over probably like a hundred times in your absence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just doom, 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 new employee, new employee, new employee. So, yeah, man. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for all that. Ed, that was a, that was, you took us on a ride there, bruv. Whatchamacallit, what can I say? Hey, bruh. Whatchamacallit, who's a what's it's Get down with the get down, y'all. In regular size, not cane. In our town. <laughs> hey, but cane, If you need a king size king, get you a king size. Hey, hey, hey. That's respected. Uh, uh, Box man, we passed the baton over to you, bro. Keep running. What was the the the, the group in high school? Uh, was a color guard that would do the batons and the flags and shit. <laughs> man. Uh, anywho, so um, I guess like what I have to say tonight is some sort of life lesson for people, and that is to communicate with your family. Like, so my, my, so my mom and my stepdad came over on Saturday um, to, like, bring me a Christmas gift. And uh, my mom uh, just wanted to check on me because she hadn't seen me in a while. And, you know, she doesn't drive anymore. So stepdad was here. Hmm. And um, it was funny. He tried to gaslight me a little bit, and I called him out on it. And he, <laughs> then he like, emitted it. So... They get, the last time they were here was back in October when they like were a couple of weeks after my birthday. They stopped by and uh, we had switched out the stove that was in the kitchen from that the previous owner had left behind and I was using. We finally put the gas one in and my stepdad wants to take the old one to scrap it. And so like I had it all ready. Like we had talked about it on the phone at the beginning of that week. So it's, it's in my, my dining room and it's there. It was waiting on him to take. And then he shows up and he's like, unprepared to take it. And I'm like, but we talked about this on the phone. And it was like, oh, well, you know, I don't have my truck and yada, yada. I'm like, so you didn't think at any point to just like say that, you know, you just like led me to believe that you were going to take this damn stove and didn't come and you came in unprepared. But okay. So then he shows up like, you know, with my mom on Saturday and um, he goes, so uh, are you going was that stove be ready for me to take? And I'm like, that fucking stove was ready for you to take three months ago. I'm like, it's in the same spot it was when I told you to take it last time. I'm like, you were just trying to gaslight me right now and act like it's, I'm the holdup, but it's your fault. And then he like looked at me and he looked at my mom and he went, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, but that's not the point of where I'm going with this. So I... As everyone on the show that listens to the show knows, my grand I grew up like living with my grandmother and I would see my dad like on the weekends and like I didn't see my mom much growing up. So like my relationship with my family is like an ever evolving thing. Like <clears throat> I don't like, know a tremendous amount of things about people in my family, like on a personal level. I don't know like a ton of family history. Part of that's just because, like, I don't remember a lot of the shit that my grand, my dad's mom tried to tell me. Tell me because it was like 
she'd be showing me pictures of people that died like 60 years before I was ever born. And I'm just like, I'm not going to remember any of this. Um, but like, you know, my, my mom's mom, the one that had custody of me, like I spent like most of my, you know, adolescent life with that woman. And after my mom was here the other day, I realized just like how little I actually knew about her. Cause like my mom was telling me stuff that like I never knew. And, uh, it was like kind of shit that like she just kept hidden as far as like, she was on like anxiety medication and like for different stuff. And she had diabetes and high blood pressure. And like, I mean, I obviously I knew that stuff at like, the end, like the last couple of years. Cause she like had the stroke and then, you know, she, they found she had diabetes like after that and stuff. But like, she was the type of person that like, wouldn't say anything if something was wrong. And like, I guess, like, she went through a lot of the anxiety stuff before I was ever born. So, I guess, like, she was on medication after that. But it was, like, I, I knew she had, like, a pill box and she had, like, stuff that she took and whatnot. But, like, I didn't know what the stuff she took was for. I didn't even know what the pills were. I just knew she had pills that she got, like, her prescriptions and that she took them. Like, we never talked about it. So, it was, like, all these things that she went through that I was just unaware of the entire time she was alive. You know, and it was like, I always just thought she had like quirks about her, like anybody would, like like fears or whatever. Some of it I thought was like irrational, but um, now I kind of understand more about it. But I kind of wish that like I had known more about it back then, when like maybe I could have like talked to her about it, like maybe offered some comfort or something, you know. And so it's like, um, I think about that, and then I think about how like. I've never really had like deep personal conversations up until, you know, last year with my mom. And even then those are like, only been a couple, like I don't hear from everybody that much. And then like, yeah, I went like most of my life, like without having like life conversations with my dad. So I guess like, I just want to reiterate to people that like, don't take things for granted, especially like now when I turn around and it's like every now, like every day I wake up and it's like somebody else is dead. Yeah. <clears throat> like uh, today it was like before we did the show, Anthony said the thing about Lisa Marie Presley passing away. Yeah. This afternoon, my buddy comes in. Uh, he's like, oh man, that, that food TikTok guy that you send me all the time uh, passed away. And I'm trying to think like, which one I will, I watch a few. And I, my first thought was like, uh, Johnson voiceovers. I was like, "Oh fuck, he died." <laughs> but then, like when he when I he sent me the TikTok of the dude saying that he passed, I was like, "Oh man, that guy, like the the waffler guy, the you know the one that like eat shit off of VHS tapes and stuff." I was like, "He was weird, but he was funny, you know." Yeah. yeah. And I, when I saw that, I, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Up. Like, huh? That's how I had to look him up. I've sent you guys stuff from him before. He was like the chubby white guy with the curly hair. He look, always looks sweaty. And he would like oh do what did you say earlier today? Yeah, that was they were saying that he passed away. Like he had a heart attack last night. Oh, that sucks. And he, like, talk it was, little, he talks a little funny. He was he was like Cajun. Or, oh, that or dude. Yeah, like um. Oh fuck! I didn't know that's who you. That's who had passed away. I didn't put two and two together with that. Yeah, not not the um, stale cracker guy, but the uh, the one that like he would eat like the different hot dogs or. 
he would try like old cereal or something like that, you know? No, I don't, but that sounds like a good time. But yeah, I'm sure you said this before, but I know what you're saying. The point is, these days, man, you know, as you get yeah, older, it's like you know, you don't. We all want time, and it's the only thing you don't know how much you have. Nothing's guaranteed, yeah. so I guess just like don't don't try not to keep things hidden from people. You yeah. don't let people in uh, as best you can. Like you still have to protect yourself, but like you know, with your family and everything. Uh-huh. Like I, I, I like I, I wish that like the stuff I know now I knew then. And some of it, like, I guess, I don't know if it's, like, my fault, because, like, you can't make someone tell you something that you don't know exists. Yeah. But still, like, I wish that, like, you know, she had maybe talked to me about it or something, because, like, who knows? Like, like my mom was telling me that, like, you know, my grandmother had the, uh, the stroke and then she died of a heart attack in the end. Her mom died of a heart attack or stroke. One of the two, I forget what she said. Yeah. And then my mom has like high blood pressure and takes meds. My dad had a heart attack. My grandfather had a stroke. So it's like these kinds of things where I like, you know, I wish my like family would talk to me a little bit about it, like when I was younger, so that I kind of understood where like my life would be heading yeah. <laughs> a little bit. But here I am now, like approaching like my forties, and now everyone wants to be fucking honest with me. It's a little shell-shocking. No, no. I, I realize that, that is, it, it almost leads you down a path to be infuriated, but also you have to understand that the I'm not, role I'm is... I'm not mad. I'm scared. Well, for sure. But the, but your role is, in this situation, you are the child. We don't, we don't put shit like that on our children. We're not supposed to. <clears throat> and you're looking at it now through adult eyes like, man, you should have told me this shit. Well, yeah, I guess, but not until you got around the age where we're telling you meant something. And yeah. that's now telling you as a child, you couldn't have done anything. You couldn't have done anything to help your grandmother's anxiety. Uh, I, I, I doubt you would have been able to do anything about, you know what I'm saying? Her, her, you know, blood pressure, anything like that there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, wasn't, it, it wasn't your responsibility or your reason. And I don't want you shouldering that shit. Like, yeah, man, I probably could have. Cause no, you couldn't have, you were the child. And that was what your relationship was. A child and parent relationship. She and you're not here. You. Yeah. And, and of, she did. And part of, like, not telling, like, it's a lot of stuff that, like, you know, I wish I could have talked to my grandmother about. Or, but I'm, I'm glad, like, me and my mom have a relationship where I can just call her up and be like, man, what happened here? She's like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> now, that now that I'm old enough, it's like, we can talk about things like, uh, what's the real reason we had to get up in the middle of the night and go to Pittsburgh and, um, and stay at this little hotel? Because Uncle Chris got in trouble in college, and it was real bad. <laughs> uh, so, in, in, in that vein, my 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 kid asked me, uh, basically asked how my mama ended up in Michigan. Because you know I was born in Michigan, and I was like, shit, you know I don't know. I'm gonna ask. And so I asked my mama recently, and got it chopped up to me uh, as as how she got with my father and ended up in Michigan. And so forth and so on, because it, it, it was a story I had never heard before. And she's like, yeah, none of y'all ever asked me that before. And I was like, well, that that there you go. Makes perfect sense, because no, no one, no one would have thought to ask. We just exist. And uh, so, again, boxing, we are you. You are right on time. We are all in that kind of state where we like, let's get some questions answered. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and find out some information right now because what the yeah, like I can't just say what the hell happened here? What was going on right here? And why did it go like that? And and do you have some kind of reason or answer for me that maybe I could, you know, have for myself, but also hopefully pass on down the line. And so I, I just I, I I'm with you, but also I I and I'm not saying you are doing this. I just don't want you to be doing it. I don't want you putting that shit on your shoulders like you you could have did some shit you couldn't have. You were a kid. I mean, it's not that like I, I like I felt like I could have like saved anyone or stopped anything. Yeah. But like, you know, maybe I could have like been a comforting soul shoulder, so maybe someone wouldn't have had to carry a burden all but you were. <sighs> you you were probably what made everything nice. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, you know what I'm saying, your grandma had a day, but she got to come home to her baby and be like, well, boy, let's let's make some food and, and chop it up for a little bit. <laughs> make chop, food, chop. my grandmother. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, you know. <laughs> my food, you mean warm, warm up a Stouffer's dinner. <laughs> Go get that bag of dandies out the closet and let's chop. Let's, let, let, let's see how your day went. And, and then, and, and, and you were probably, no, probably to it. I'm going to say you were certainly a probably, uh, you were certainly a source of joy for her. And that's hype, man. That's, that's, that's like, you, you were that not knowing you were that. And so it's, it's okay. It's okay to like, man, I could have like, you know, yeah, you could have turns out you probably did. I can't say it with a thousand percent certainty, but you did. Yeah, you know you did because you don't know you did because apparently you don't know that. But yeah, yeah I mean, like, were, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on back then because she would get mad at me about the things. It was, it yeah. would always be like, "Why aren't you talking to me?" And I'm like, "Well, we're not having a conversation, so you know, like, there's nothing. If you want to talk about something, because <laughs> it was like when I when I when I had to move in with my dad, you know, it was like." I'd go play magic and shit like that, but like I'd still come over and visit, and then like I'd be over there, and she'd be like, "Oh, you go hang out with your friends, and you talk to them, but you come here, you got you can't talk to me." And I'm just like, "What do you want me to say?" <laughs> like I'm, I'm a teenage boy, and you're an older an older woman. There's not really a lot. Well, that, and that but that was the problem was that like she, you know, I was all she had really at that point. Yeah, yeah. And so like I'd come over there and just hang, but like you know. I, it's like I didn't know what the fuck you want. Like I'm just here, like yeah, hanging out, watching TV, playing on the computer. Like you're watching TV. Like what the fuck you want me to talk to you about? <laughs> <laughs> it was like that would happen all the time, and then I'd be like, all right, fuck it, I'll just go home. Like let, let's go. I'm tired of yeah. getting yelled at for doing nothing. Yeah, but like that was probably part of her her thing, you know, like stuff that I just didn't understand. I just thought she was just being irrational. For sure. But also, you know what I'm saying? Remember, man, we are all the stars of our own show. Your grandma had a life outside of you. It might not have been the biggest deal or whatever like that, but, you know what I'm saying? She might have had. See, that was the thing. She, she cut herself off from, like, a lot of stuff because of what she went through. Yeah. Like, she didn't go places with people. Like, that was why she liked going to the grocery store or going to, like, to a restaurant because then at least, like, it was something she liked that she was comfortable with, but there were some people there. But she didn't, like... She didn't go to friends' houses. She like the entire time that I was alive, she never dated anybody. Yeah. Like my mom wasn't around for a long time because you know she was dealing with her problems. So like my grandmother would go to work and then she'd come home and she'd watch Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, maybe some like murder mystery shows, like America's Most Wanted, that kind of shit. Then she'd go to bed 
And then she'd do the same shit the next day, her Monday through Friday. And then, like, on the weekends on Saturday, like, we'd go shopping or something because she liked to do that. Yeah. Um, some days we would just kind of be at home most times. Sometimes we go out. But yeah. th- that was it. That was the life. There was no, like, go to places with people. There was no going to events. Like, she hated, like, when, like, she'd get invited over for, like, a Christmas party or, oh, no. or same thing like me. She don't want to go to a bunch of places with a bunch of people that she don't talk to and, and hang out. Like, she just, like, wanted her safety the way she had it, and that was it. Like, I feel like I get a lot of my personality from what she would do. Like, I, I skipped my buddy's Christmas party last month because there was, like, 20-some people there going that I didn't know, and I didn't want to be around a bunch of strangers, so I didn't go. Mm-hmm. It's why I didn't go to the uh, our recent office holiday situation as well. I was like, "Aunt, you going?" Aunt was like, "I ain't going." Then I'm like, "I'm not going either," because I, I gotta have in some situations I need an anchor. I just do, and I know yeah. that about myself, and I recognize that in myself. And uh, in that situation, I, plus I'm we older. ain't been together as an office in forever. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Could, there's no way I could have dealt with that. I'm older and I want to feel comfortable. Like. I'm not looking to put myself in uncomfortable situations just because, like, cool, I go over there and I know four of the 30 people here. I talk to them each for a couple minutes, then what? I'm stuck, like, sitting awkwardly on the couch by myself because I'm single and, like, everyone else is, like, married. And then now I'm stuck having awkward conversations with strangers that I don't want to have when I can just, like, not show up and not have to put myself through this. On this, I have to fully disagree with you because I've been to situations with you I you do it, do. but I don't like it. It's like being a chameleon. You're so good at it. That is I so, know, that it, and that's part of the exciting. problem because, like, <laughs> it's, it's they want to do it. Yeah, it's like being in a video game, and in order to get through that level, you got to power up, but you only have so much power bar to get through it. I, I know. We talked about it's, it. It fucking drains my soul. Yeah, like it is a. Uh, it is. I wonder if your grandmother and both you might just have a slight bit of agoraphobia, and this pandemic certainly did not help. If that is the case, because then it's just like, oh, you gonna let me be a hermit now, legally, officially? <laughs> then motherfucker, I'm going to hermit. Like, and I I like certain aspects of the office work life, yeah. But having to go in every day and be around everyone was fucking taxing. And when the yeah. when they told us that we didn't have to go anymore, I was like, "Thank God." I, well, uh, yeah, that's, this, that this this covers what I'm asking you or discuss with you right now. I think, I think life shouldn't be taxing like that. I I think it's like, I look at it like I have like a certain social meter, and I I like I'm cool being with some with people that I'm familiar with or I'm comfortable with for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then once that like amount of time hits, I'm ready to fucking go. But with work, you can't just fucking go. <laughs> you have to be there until the end of your shift. So yeah. like, even though I want to leave at two, I'm stuck until six. And then, but and with work, you can't tell people to leave you the fuck alone or like, can you just not talk to me right now or whatever? Because then, oh, it's what's wrong. And then, then you're a problem because then you're bringing everyone else down because you're being sour or you have an attitude. When in reality, you just want to be left the fuck alone to do what you got to do. But they don't look at it like that because then it's like, well, everyone else is happy and talking. Why aren't you happy and talking? Like, I'm happy not talking, but you won't let me not talk. 
you want to drag me into whatever it is you all have got going on, but I'm just trying to focus on what I'm doing. <laughs> like I said, that 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 is a. Uh, I wonder how how healthy that is, or if it is healthy at all. I think it's just a personality trait. Mm, yeah, but I think I think it could be. But also, it's like it's kind of your, your what you've made your normal. And what if well, that is not actually normal? And I'm not saying I mean, it is or is not. I'm a, I'm asking, what if that's a problem that needs to be addressed, as opposed but, to accepted as but normal? But it's not. But it's not just work, though. Like you I know, know like, which I, is why I'm buddy, saying, but it's what like if my, that's a problem that needs to be addressed and is not like, normal? During during this pandemic, I've I've kind of felt like, especially lately, like. I've definitely lost a percentage of being able to deal with people and being able to like to talk and be feel normal in situations like this pandemic has exacerbated that. Like I can talk to you guys. Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I can talk to you guys, but once it get past that, like some, like I can talk to my mother, but once it gets past that now, like I've had years and years of, putting on that oh hey everybody hello but i don't know if i like if i can do that anymore like when i'm when i'm around a bunch of people like i put my head down I, like i'll grab my phone and stuff i'm i'm i just don't have it anymore like i was i faked it for years but now that i've been at home mm-hmm. i don't know if i can fake it when like my kids had baseball and i had to be about a bunch of a bunch of people, I felt like I was fucking choking. Like my my like I could like I my throat got all dry and my like my wind felt like it was getting cut off. It's just not is it's I know it's not normal. I know it's something that's probably getting helped with, but it's not something I have to deal with every day, so it's been okay. Like I think it's okay. like People are naturally social creatures, but I feel like the two different personality types do it in a different way. Where like an extrovert gets, they get energy from interaction, whereas introvert interaction drains them. And that, and I consider myself an introvert. Like, yes, I can, I can display extroverted tendencies when I need to, but it's not my comfort zone, and it's never been my comfort zone. It was more of a defense to get people to leave me alone by being nice because then when you like when you're gruff then people like look at you like you're a problem or something whereas nice like it's a in a few minute interaction and then they usually go away but like every time you do that your bar goes down you know and it's like you you have always explained it that way but for the first time right now to me I, i don't know what has opened my eyes to this perspective all of a sudden i am concerned for both of y'all currently, that this is a problem that should be addressed rather than just a, a personality quirk. It's, I'm, and I'm not I'm saying that is true. I could be I could be dead ass wrong, but if I'm not wrong, if I am on point and I'm and, and I'm thinking this way for a motherfucking reason, then I would want y'all to be helped. I would want y'all to not be pushing with this. If you don't have to be, because life is short, and and to to live out your days like in a state of what seems to be kind of dis- despair almost. 
It's not and, I, and, and again, that's this is my my perspective, not yours. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Don't take that as, as, as I'm saying your life is fucked up. I'm saying I'm worried that y'all well, are are getting down like this. I think I think you're missing out on like one key element though. It's like it's not that like I won't do anything. It's just that I pick and choose what I want to do. The Rather than feeling like, here. yeah, I have to feel comfortable with what I'm doing. I don't just do whatever, like, I feel obligated anymore to go to everything I'm invited to all the time just because someone invited me. I'm more willing to be like, you know what? I don't want to, so I'm not going to. But like, I still, like, I go to bowling now, you know, and I've gone to a game night at my buddies a couple weeks ago, with, you know, a handful of people. I uh, met you guys for lunch the other day. Um... I'm going Saturday with a buddy for a day trip. Like I'll be, you know, going to Michigan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, like <laughs> my buddies are talking about plays. getting. Yeah, my buddies <laughs> are talking about getting together on Sunday for a poker game. Like I might go to that. So it's like it's not like I'm not doing shit, but it's just like I pick and choose what I want to do, where I feel comfortable and something I'll enjoy and be happy with. I don't feel the need to like placate everybody all the time now. What I, the where 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 my concern lies with for for you in particular is that if you're only fucking around with people you know, that means you're not meeting new people. Mm. And I want you to meet new people. Just do because I I know I know what comes with that. I am meeting new people though. I met new people on my bowling team this year. I met three new people. Like <laughs> more than I mean, but like I'm, you know, how many fucking people do I need to know? Like. Yeah. I have three text chat or three. Or actually, no. Now I'm in fucking five group chats every day. Like I open up my phone, I have four Facebook messages groups going. I have two Instagram chats going. I know they're not like in my fucking room, like my my physical space, but like these are all people that I talk to every day. Like I I know a lot of people. Like I uh, I just don't feel the need to be around them all all the time. And sometimes too, like when you're around them, you just want them to fucking go away. Like, you know, that, that's sometimes the, that's the part where I'm like, no, that's not that's not it at all. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, don't. I, I, it's like, but 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 again, this is me being a worry wart. Doesn't come up too often. I'm telling you right now, I'm concerned with it. Like, I've like, shared me, it with you. And you're doing you, you will. Go you ahead. ever been watching a movie and then someone else keeps trying to talk to you while you're watching the movie? Do you know who I love? Come on, man. <laughs> that, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like I'm sick of their presence. I'm talking about sometimes just the way that they interact with what I'm trying to do makes me want them to go the fuck away because they're taking away from what I'm trying to do or the way I'm trying to do it. That's, that's what I mean. Uh, and, and, I, and, and, and as for you, Aunt, like I said, you just, you just said out loud you know it's kind of an issue, and I know it will be addressed when you feel like you need to address it. I feel like, I do feel like Dan's doing better than me because I'm not in no bowling league and I'm not meeting, no, I haven't met new people in years. And honestly, I'm probably not going to. Like, I feel like I'm able to like muster up. Like, I remember, I know for a fact, um, I'm not going to, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure about uh, five years ago, I had a nervous breakdown. I'm pretty sure about it. How did I know a little bit and I read about it? I know I probably had a nervous breakdown. And, um, like, I'm able to, like, during that time, I wasn't able to do anything. Like, I needed, I 
like I had to like get myself together to take care of like my one and a half year old. Like, um, <clears throat> luckily I wasn't working at that time. And like, I had the space to get my, like, get my mind together. And like, um, but at the same time, it's like, I, it's not too much stuff I have to do anyway. Like when it comes to like doing stuff for my kids and stuff, or like going to meet the principal or like, I'm able to do those things, but like large crowds, I don't, I don't like them anymore. I don't like, and like, as far as like, like for years, I mean, I hate to bring race into it, but like as a black, I've always had to be on at work. I had to be like, you no know, respectable and be able to talk to people. And like at first, it was just like something. Like luckily, I had somebody like you at work where I could just talk normally to. Like, but then I had to always be like, you know, the other people around. I had to pretend and be upbeat because i know for a fact it was like uh when i first was there it's like hey you're not saying anything and like you know you you don't make people comfortable by not saying anything so i had to to get that up and well you know today i said four words tomorrow i'll say five or six so like over the years i was able to you know build that up and but now i don't have to do that anymore I don't mm-hmm. like that. That role of Anthony is has you know that season of that show came to an end. So, like, you know, being around a lot of people isn't my favorite thing. It's not. That's that's another thing too that scares me about like the state of the world right now. Because like I don't want to have to start over again and have to put that mask back on and get out there and like tap dance and. Oh, gee, golly, Willikers, gents, I'm so happy to be here today. Like, not that I'm, like, unhappy to be alive or anything like that, but, like, I want to, like, do what I'm comfortable with, and, like, I don't want to have to pretend again. Like, pretending sucked. (laughs) Like, there were so many times I wanted to quit. I feel like if 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 things don't work out where we are, I kind of feel like I want to go into, like, uh more of like a labor intensive job where I can have like I can focus on that instead of having to talk to people and like you know more like I probably like work for UPS or something like that. I literally had thought the same thought the other day. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I could just go deliver for Amazon or do something like in a warehouse or something. Like just go do some shit where like I don't necessarily have to talk to anyone but I'm getting shit done. Yeah. You know? I like I like completing goals and like working at when I worked at the post the post office it was such a perfect job for me. Like now I can see it being even more perfect when I can have a little earbud in my ear throwing mail all day. Like that would be perfect for me. Like seeing like me, okay, that that bin is empty. It's not empty anymore because I filled that bin. Like it would it, it it would be good. Like um, the only thing that would suffer. And, I, and like me and my kids were just talking about this last night. Like, if I did another job, I wouldn't be able to be here for you. Like now, I'm able to like to stop what I'm doing at a moment's notice to go do whatever you need me to do. Because my son said you should go be a janitor. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he was just like, because they need a janitor at my school. I was like, if I was a janitor at your school, 
Like, I wouldn't be able to chill with you. What are you talking about? He's like, oh, I guess. But, yeah, that's the goals they have for me, to be a janitor. <laughs> Your son would do the old uh, fake throw-up thing where you get the can of soup and dump it on the floor like he used to tell me to do at work? Yeah. I, like, tell, uh, tell him you threw up. <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't think i will um like you know what i don't think um you know it would be a terrible job but it's just not a job for me at at this point maybe in a couple years though fair enough well thank you for sharing that with us daniel i'm sorry i worry about y'all that is who i am and uh it is who i will always be so deal with it <laughs> <laughs> I just it's have okay. to love y'all. That's how that's gonna. That's how my love shows up sometimes. Well, I'm glad you're the only person that loves us that listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I asked what the voicemails were coming up because I was like, "Oh man, who do I piss off now?" <laughs> my, my oh my gosh! To, like I think one episode when Ashley Three Classy was on many years ago. Yeah. No, my mom. My mom listens with, apparently with my, my with my with my big bro, and she doesn't like that I have such a potty mouth. And uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I got a potty mouth, mama. But I love you, and I thank you for listening. I don't think you've really been cussing that much. Oh my god, bro! I, trust me, I'm the one who who has to put, who puts these things together. It was so much f f f f f f. We was like f ciphering last week for whatever reason. Man. I was like, why are we throwing that word around so? Much? I was taken aback by it. I was like, wow, we are really over here dropping these gems right now. And I was like, what is making us do that? And I feel like it just, it, it, we, we fed off each other's energy. So it was one that we just all kept doing it after. And so I was like, that is hilarious. That's fucking but crazy. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not really much popping in my life. You know what I'm saying? I took some time off from work I'm, uh, I'm, uh, for the next few days. Uh, if Vanessa's birthday is tomorrow, Friday the thirteenth. If you uh, if you know, you know. And if you don't, we'll hear, you'll hear this next week and we'll be like, "Oh, hey, have belated in your mind." And that's good. And that's and I promise you, that's good enough. And so uh, uh, I got out today. I got her cake order. I also have a cake ordered from her sister, but her sister, her sister's good about that shit, and I don't doubt that she's gonna come through with this cake at some point. However, because I didn't pay for it. And she would not give me the option to pay for it. Then the reality of it is, is that's a favor that could or could not happen. Okay. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it ain't nothing on the line for them. Like, well, yeah, you said you'd do it, but that don't mean you have to do it because it's not a it's not a transaction. Had I paid for it, it was a transaction, and then you know what I'm saying, and then she's forced to either do it or give me back my money. And uh, so I don't know, maybe. But but Vanessa was like, I want this cake. I want this cake, and I'm like, got you. And so. One is uh has been requested and one has been ordered. One will definitely be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. One may be here tomorrow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's 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 what's up with that. Um, the I know this seems this is going to seem strange, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it with you and 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 y'all and, and y'all to understand it. The rest of y'all, I truly don't care if you understand it. So you know, I got my shells, my records on, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very specific color that they don't make no more. For whatever reason, I was just looking at Ikea the other day mm. and I come across a different style of shelving that, that people use for records. It's, it's called the Eket, E-K-E-T, but it's in that color. Nice. So I was, I was like, fuck it. Order four of them hoes. Got the, I, got, I got that that, that gray turquoise colorway. And so I'm going to build them 
probably this weekend at some point. It's, it's tomorrow's Vanessa's birthday. It's really more you know Vanessa day, but and figure it out. And I was talking to Xander about today. He was like, you know what? You probably just put him on top of that, and you'll just be three levels tall. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, maybe this way. But he go, don't go that way because you know the dog be in that corner all the time. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> and uh, so, so you ordered them. And they, yeah, uh, they shipped them. Ikea is always funny about shipping stuff. Um, before, right before Christmas, I wanted to get uh, my youngest son um, a stuffed um, octopus. Yeah. One ship it. One ship it. Now, a couple weeks after Christmas, I think it was available. Of course. But now they, um, his tooth is getting loose at the bottom. So tooth fairy, that'll probably be his first tooth fairy gift. Nice. They... Um, when I was on the site, it was like last chance to get this color. And I was like, oh, okay. So this color is going away yet again. So I was like, let me jump on it and just cop them shits. And it was, uh, I was, I was, I was like, Vanessa, you want to go to Columbus? Cause I, I, I we might make, make Ikea run. But then it was like, they was like shipping was $25. I was like, man, I, I'd spend more than that in gas. I'll just let them ship it. Fuck it. But I was uh, very close to getting, getting down the road <laughs> for, for an Ikea trip, which I haven't done since the last time. Box and I drove over Ikea, which was actually just coming back from Tennessee, and we just stopped at Ikea. So and I think that might have been the last time I went to Ikea. So it's been a couple of years. No, we all went to Ikea together in Detroit. In Michigan, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're life. So, okay. Well, that was definitely the last time I went to Ikea. And that was the worst Ikea ever. So fuck that Ikea. We, we don't think about it because it was the worst Ikea ever. <laughs> I mean, it's the only Ikea I've ever bought anything at so far. So for me, it was the most transactional Ikea. <sighs> It ain't like I, it's not like I didn't walk out of that bitch with a lot of like candy and treats and other shit. So it's like, come on, man. Yeah, pillows and pillowcases and, and towels. Towels, yeah. I still, got some, I still got them towels. Shit. No, I still got, well, I don't know. I still got some of them towels. So. Yeah, but we just washed the bath mat the other day that I bought. Not for the first time. It's been washed plenty of times. It's still it's still up there getting stepped on. <laughs> But uh, other, otherwise, otherwise, it's like I said, it's not it's not really a, like a great deal popping in, in the in the life of tea that needs to be addressed. Um, oh, this well, yeah, we'll go out there later, so no worries about that. So that having been said, let's step on down to the mean streets of Reddit, visit the subreddit. Am I the asshole? For some delightful am I the asshole good times. I'll give you three this week, and I'm actually going to give you all three of them. No one has to vote on anything. Oh. But I will read them all off to you, and y'all can decide. Here, I'll let you vote on which one goes first. How about that? <laughs> Am I the asshole for buying my daughter a locked storage bin? Hmm. Am I the asshole for wanting to end this relationship? Am I the asshole for proving that my son has no peanut allergy? <laughs> That's the one I want to hear first. <laughs> All right, then that is where we start. Am I the asshole for proving that my son has no peanut allergy? Throwaway, I, 47 female, have a son, Jack, 24 male, who was dating Neil, 24 male. They lived together until recently. Neil and I got along pretty well, and a few weeks ago, we were on the phone, and I talked to, was I talking about the food, it, and it leads to Neil talking about how concerned he is about the food he gets and brings home. What with Jack's peanut allergy? This really confused me because Jack does not have a peanut allergy at all. He grew up eating peanuts, PB&J, Reese's, you name it, without issue. And I know he's had it as an adult too. 
I told Neil that Jack has no allergy and he didn't believe me. And the conversation changed because I think we both felt kind of awkward. Mm. I spoke to Jack about this too. And he claimed that he must have gotten it later in life. I asked if he actually had a reaction and what his, what the symptoms were. And he clammed up over the holidays. I made a cake. I bake for a living as I always do. And Jack and Neil were there. I had, it had, I had Reese's in it and did not say anything. <laughs> I'm already mad at this woman. Uh, guess who had a bunch, loved it, and had no reaction whatsoever? Jack. I ain't say anything because I didn't want to cause drama over the holidays. I know how bad that sounds. I know how bad that probably sounds if he did have reaction, but I knew with 100% certainty he wouldn't. But text him the other day that the cake had Reese's in it and that he clearly was fine, so there is no peanut allergy. <laughs> Later, Neil is texting me furious and called me an asshole from the ER saying that Jack had a reaction after I texted him. And I explained to him, that's not how allergies fucking work. <laughs> he had that cake over two weeks ago and only reacted when he knew what was in it. Finally, it clicked in Neil's head, Neil's head, and the doctor confirmed that there was literally nothing wrong with Jack at all. Jack and Neil got in a massive fight over this. There is now a $900 ER bill to pay, and Neil is not paying it, and he moved out. Jack is still insisting he is allergic and has called me an asshole and that I destroyed his relationship. I told him he should not have lied, but screamed over the phone that he and he screamed over the phone. Wait a minute. I told him he should not have lied, but screamed over the phone that he is not lying. Okay, I guess that's how she wrote that. Was it wrong of me to do this? I thought I was trying to make a point and prove that he was lying to his partner, but I really didn't. Wait a minute. Is that what that bitch wrote? I'm sorry. <laughs> was it wrong of me to do this? I thought I was just trying. Yeah, you did write that. I thought I was just trying to make a point and prove that he was lying to his partner. But I really did not think things would go this so out of hand. At the end of it all, at the end of it all, I just feel sad and that maybe this was stupid and I should have minded my own business. That is, well, that is always that, the option. That wrapped up as it should have. Man, I really thought that lady last week who was trying to not let her man see her baby, see the baby, <laughs> he was, was, the, was, the, was the height of asshole. But this is this man's mama. And just set him all the way up. Is this the asshole of the year well, so far? Man, we should try to keep track of that. <laughs> I, I still, I still think that um, that uh, that that uh, the uh, oh, that woman is definitely the woman who tried to not let her man see her see his child be born was def- certainly the asshole. Uh, so uh, this uh, is number two, number two. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, real close. I mean, like neck and neck. Yeah, you're an asshole, and probably kind of the, the reason I'm saying this white person might be the worst type of asshole is that's the, that's this that's this dude's mama. Like, what the fuck is you doing? Also, you straight up could have killed him. I know you like to think you know he didn't have a peanut allergy, but people do. I remember my brother saying he had asthma, and I was like, you don't got asthma. My brother does have asthma. I just didn't know my brother had asthma, and he could have been, you know, <laughs> you know, real messed up or whatever. You know what I'm saying? This man, I, I realize he does not have peanut allergy, so look at the dice there, but bro. Can you ma- yeah, can you imagine if they did? Yeah. That's all like that that's one of those deadly type things. That's not a, something that 
It's EpiPens and, and ambulances and shit. That's fucked up. That's a fucked up thing to take a risk on your child with. I remember a comedian. I don't remember which comedian. I just remember seeing this this joke clip. But they're talking about how um, airplanes don't serve peanuts anymore because of uh, people with allergies or whatever. Yeah. But he's like, what I like to do sometimes is I like to bring out my own peanuts and then I tuck it into the seats so that the, they don't find them. And then <laughs> I'm just like, so you're telling you right now that you're willing to like commit like murder? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, it, it's a, a joke. Joke, but, yeah. But still, like the premise is like I like to commit murder on people because because I want my peanuts. Yeah, mo- most schools are peanut free now. Yeah. So those kids will never know the joy that we got to experience of the peanut butter and jelly graham cracker sandwiches. God damn, that's the reason why they don't make them no more. Mm. It gotta Fuck. be. Damn. Hey. Either either way, uh, well, we're learning so much tonight about ourselves. Yeah, well, this is that divine wisdom. Either way, yeah, you're an asshole, and uh, and you know you're an asshole. That's why you was at the end, like, I mean, I didn't know it was gonna go this bad. So why you why you why you why you fucking uh, you know what I'm saying diming your kid out? That's fucked up. Don't you do that? No, don't, don't, don't you used to be my ace. Now what? Yeah, smack smack the taste out your mouth. Uh, this is uh, like still live. Like this bad boy is still hot. It is comments being made. Like I've not. I don't think I've been in a uh, been in one of these before. Where it's still like I'm getting notifications at the top of the screen saying more people are typing in there and commenting. So nothing uh, pink so far. But let's go with hmm. somebody with a title. Yeah, I guess I can do that. Let me find somebody who is. Uh, oh, oh, I see what I see. What we're getting down to. Okay, so here, actually, we, I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna go with. Uh, we're gonna go with a little bit of everything. So this one says, "Everyone sucks here," mm. but my mom is allergic to peanuts. Except her reaction is an extremely upset stomach afterwards, not your typical swelling reaction. So who knows? You shouldn't have gotten involved though. But Jack is weird for lying. Okay, cool. Uh, here's an, here's another one. Not the asshole. Your son's a hypochondriac. It sounds like okay. If that's it, if he's a hypochondriac who believed he had an allergy or and believed he was having a reaction, that's a disorder and could be addressed as such. So that's that's also a thing. This person just says, you're the asshole. You would never know with 100% certainty that he didn't develop an allergy later in life. This seems like a weird gamble for a mother to make to prove a point, which is something we just said. I don't know if he's lying to his partner purposefully or if he legitimately thinks he developed an allergy. Either way, why is it your job to interfere and prove that he doesn't have an energy? What do you gain from that? And that's where I'm at in this. Yeah. So, like, you can have a food sensitivity that's not necessarily allergy. Like, mm-hmm. if I eat, if I go ham on almonds, my stomach is feeling in, like I'm in shreds. Like, that shit hurts. But if I have a couple, I'm cool. Okay. If I drink too much pineapple juice, the, 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 uh, the roof of my mouth, it's, if, it's like crazy. But I can have a little bit and I'm fine. So a full sensitivity is essentially an allergy, but it's not life-threatening. It could just yeah. make you feel discomfort. You need to chill, mama. That was upsetting. I'm sorry, y'all. That would have me mad, <laughs> mad and sad and so forth and so on. You ruined this man's life. On yeah. some old, he ain't got no allergies. Fuck you. Yeah, during a, um, a sleepover, my nephew who was allergic to peanuts... 
his friends didn't believe him and put peanut butter on his body while he was sleeping and almost fucking killed him. So I, I, that that's always been like a you know a, a button for me. It's like if you got something, just let let it by. They they say they they say they allergic to it. Chill. For sure. I don't know if I'm allergic to plantains, but I know when I have plantains, they make my tongue itch. That, that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, just saying. Does that mean I'm allergic to watermelon? It, it, it literally causes you a headache, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You have some sort of, some, like Aunt say, some sort of sensitivity to it. So, I don't know if it causes an allergy or not, but. Yeah, it was always watermelon and candy apples. I can never eat them like I, without getting like fucked up. Red candy apples or caramel apples? Caramel apples, mm. like like not not like the the sucker sticks, but like apples with the caramel on them. I know, but you know they, they make the red ones with like basically they covered in red hots, basically. Like candy oh man, apples? no, like like the ones with the caramel on them. Okay, matter. <laughs> Am I the asshole for buying my daughter a locked storage bin? I heard this one on TikTok. Is one of the ones where they just put, they show a subway server and a computer reads it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I need to, I need to, I need to discuss this one with the fellas. So this is where I pulled this one from. So for once, it's come the other way. It's come full circle. TikTok is giving me one to share with y'all. Nice, thank you, TikTok. Salt to the good. I, fifty-three male, have a daughter, seventeen female, who I recently brought this big storage container for, for that locks. The reason being, our daughter has a job and likes buying her own food and snacks for herself. The problem is that her mom invites her aunt, uncle, and cousins over all the time, and ever since she started buying her snacks and leaving them in the pantry, they'd eat them without consulting her. She asked them many times to not eat them, but they didn't listen. For reference, she likes to order snacks from other countries as a way to broaden her horizons. She's also linguistically gifted and like to try and read labels to help expand her vocabulary. These snacks can take weeks to get after she orders them again, and by her by then, her current snacks are gone. My wife didn't do anything, saying that since our daughter kept them in the pantry, they're for everyone. She moved them to her room, and her cousins would go in when she wasn't when she wasn't and take them. I went to a hardware store and brought a big container with a lock. And for extra measure, I brought extra locks and drilled holes so that they could be used. Our daughter cried and thanked me because it was pretty expensive and not something she could afford. Of course, the cousins went to get more snacks and threw a fit when they saw when they saw it and realized the snacks were in there. They told their parents and they told my wife and she's not happy with me, saying that our daughter should share her snacks with family and she's being selfish and will get fat. Oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. Our Number daughter three is three in- a year. Yeah. <laughs> Our daughter is incredibly fit, does multiple sports and exercises all the time. She's far from unhealthy. Mama's I told jealous. my wife I told my wife she could order her own, and our daughter was happy to tell her where to order them. But she didn't like that either and told her that the chest needs to go and that I should have consulted her on buying the bin in the first place. Am I the asshole? Edit. The relatives are our daughter's cousin and aunt and uncle. They are my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and nephews. And sister-in-law is my wife's sister, to clear up any confusion. The pantry is also fully stocked with food. 
No one is going hungry and eating our daughter's snacks because they have to. I don't really believe you had to clarify that, but uh, thank you for that. This person that's all y'all? Not at all. They're like dad of the year. It's real clear that this person's uh, okay. And uh, huh, I have to wonder what kind of family would come in somebody else's house eating up their food and then be mad that they couldn't eat up all their food. That's fucked up. Those That's wild. I never felt like I could go over someone else's house and just start taking their shit. Like, I feel weird when I come over like your house and you're like, oh, you could just go in the fridge. I'm like, get real. <laughs> you sure? I asked before I go in your fridge too, so I'm with you. I mean, it, it, it's it is something we we were we were brought up on and taught. I guess it seems respectful uh, that you would ask before you did. And so they initially, I guess maybe they I don't, no, they didn't say that they asked at all. It seemed like they was like, oh, when I go to Aunt, 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 Aunt Jackie's house, I know I'm about to eat good. It's going down. Yes, yeah. yeah, the house with the good snacks. She got the koalas with the chocolate filling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and strawberry and vanilla. Those are so fucking good. Uh, or the worst part is, uh, this matcha put. I'm wasting this shit. <laughs> I've really come to enjoy matcha uh, uh, yeah, snacks. Ma- in yeah, situations. matcha's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no. I'm no you song Lou. I'm not gonna be buying you matcha ice cream for for you know a discussion on ice cream. But you know, otherwise, I just I just think I enjoy Asian food a lot. Exactly. Uh, they make they make uh, interesting snackage, and uh, it's normally not overly sweet. Their savory should be overly, uh, you know, seasoned like, sometimes. Yeah, they really go hard. But of course, you know, I tell you, I go for some Korean show. fried chicken right now. Oh man, it's uh, it's a ghost kitchen that opened up um, somewhere where they got some where yeah, um, S. Johnson tried some Korean um, fried chicken. I'm gonna try maybe tomorrow. Maybe shit. Maybe today, because today is 20, 36 minutes away from now. <laughs> yeah, we ain't crossed over quite yet. Uh, we got a couple of going through our pink comments. And there's one between, so I might as well just read all these three in a row. Uh, this is Trey Mick 666, certified proctologist, is uh, his title in this particular form. Your wife is well <laughs> out of line. So this person might be English. Your wife is well out of line, mate. Well out of line, man. <laughs> How dare she take your daughter's things? Your daughter works for those trees. Your wife has no right to steal them and has no right to advocate her other family members steal them. Also, the fat remark, just ugh. You did the right thing. You are not the asshole. Now, this comment I'm going to read you is not pink, but it's, bet- it's sandwiched between two pink comments. And this is by Heavy Sands 5228. Also a certified proctologist. It cannot be emphasized enough how important it is that the OP's daughter has a parent like him in her corner, especially since his wife clearly isn't. He got a little silver, but he ain't popping like the rest of these. And uh, this one is from Pass the Username, (laughs) who does not have a title in this particular form. Yeah, hijacking comments for OP to see this. Maybe also a lock for your daughter's room. Why are they allowing themselves in there when she's not here? That's not okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, you should probably get a lock for your, your kid's door if, 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 and so forth. But but, but if that's, like I said, if that's a, a, a step too, too far removed, it's okay. You are, you're, uh, you're not wrong for it. You, you came with another solution that is a locked cabinet to uh, keep your snacks safe. 
and that is okay. I, uh, I, I wish I knew what website she got them snacks from. Oh, you know what? I, <laughs> give me just a second. Oddly enough, I can get you that because I, I myself had clicked on uh, this user's name and other people had asked that question. So let me click on his <laughs> name again and see if I can snack some of his comments. I know comments. I could have been the only one. Uh, info, what snacks does your daughter buy? I'm looking for Rex. And of course, you're not the asshole. I know she has a Boxu, B-O-K-K-S-U subscription for a long time and often orders her favorite sna- favorites along with getting a box every month. The snacks are cheap from my understanding, but the shipping isn't. Uh, yeah, because that stuff comes straight from Japan. Yeah. I'm trying to see if anything else is in there. I've, see- they- I've seen them uh, be like YouTube sponsors for some channels I've watched before. Boxu snack box. Let's shop. Let's see your first box and see how much it's good. If you also, oh, so they have they have levels. If you were just to get, you know, if you go on the, the one month plan, the box is fifty bucks. Uh, if you buy a three month plan, it's forty five ninety nine per box. Six month plan, forty three ninety nine per box. And if you went on the twelve month plan, it's forty bucks per uh, uh, per uh, month. So that's uh it's not bad. Not bad. I uh, found uh, Lee uh, for Christmas. I, I uh, World Market had a, a Hello Kitty uh, style snack box like this, and uh, he has been uh, slowly but surely uh, 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 coming. Like, oh, hey, I tried something else for my box today, and it was this strawberry wafer fish. I was like, oh, that's kind of oh. cool. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or it looked like one of those uh, toys, sticky slap hands, but it was actually made of candy. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. It was, it, it, and, and, that, and that box was, I think, 40 bucks. I didn't feel too bad about it. I like, plus, like I said, I was Christmas shopping at the time, so I just like, cool. I need, so to, what, hit up, I, I need to hit up the Asian market downtown. I haven't been there in a long time. Uh, oddly enough, the, 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 the sister we were just talking about earlier when we were talking about cakes was at the one tonight. She was there tonight. How funny. It just happened because uh, she sent uh, Vanessa a picture of a uh, chicken feet flavored crisp. <laughs> <laughs> very, very highly specific little situation. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, this person not the asshole. And, uh, and that's where he's getting this. That's where he, his daughter's getting their snacks from. From Boxu. So, Boxu, yeah. And uh, you know what? I will throw the Boxu link in the. Uh, I, I, they are not an advertiser. They, this is not us putting on anybody. But I will gladly throw that link in the uh, in the show notes in case you think you're interested in getting out with them. O K K S U. Yes, Boxu. Last one. Am I the asshole for wanting to end this relationship? <laughs> First, a bit of backstory about myself. Twenty-one female. Growing up, I've always been sort of alien. I'm very stiff and an expressive person, and people have constantly remarked for as long as I can remember that I'm like a monotone robot. That being said, I've also never been told, excuse me, I've also never been into having many friends or having romantic relations. I'm very reserved and rarely voice my feelings, nor have I ever had a heart to heart with the acquaintances I do have. Now in my culture, being in a relationship is expected. That being said, two weeks ago, I entered a relationship 29 male, simply due to societal pressure. However, within the short time, I've been extremely uncomfortable. Whereas I prefer to keep to myself quiet and in general, I could be described as aloof. He's overly affectionate, constantly wanting to talk on the phone, on phone call, etc. 
it's way too much for me and absolutely not what I'm what not what I'm interested in. All it does is irritate me. <laughs> and I have mentioned several times that I don't like the constant attention and out of place praises. He said that's just how he is. At first, I was simply going to suck it up and get it and just get over it. However, it's quickly progressed to a point to causing me a lot of emotional distress. A week ago, I had enough and I explained my feelings to him and how uncomfortable I was feeling and how I think he should find someone more compatible. I laid everything on the table and said everything I had to say. After this, we had one more in-depth discussion and I clarified points he had been confused about. He said that it was too soon and we should keep to keep being together for at least a month. In case my mind changed. Despite 90, being 99% sure my mind wouldn't be changed, I agreed. However, in the week since then, he's just gotten pushy. Every day he wants to keep talking about me not wanting to be in a relationship and how I've changed so much since we first met. He keeps asking for an explanation, but I'm not exactly sure what kind of explanation he wants. I stated everything I had to say, all my thoughts regarding this in my original talk with him. He got pushy for intimacy and was adamant that such that such would change my mind, which no, it absolutely would not. I went from feeling just uncomfortable and awkward to feeling completely suffocated. I no longer want to wait the aforementioned one month. I'm really fighting myself to not just immediately leave the relationship. We don't live together. I understand it was wrong for me to agree to be in a relationship, but I didn't realize I would feel such strong negative emotions and about, excuse me, about it. And I don't really think I deserve to be punished for either. Am I just being an unempathetic ass for wanting out, even though it's only been two weeks? Am I the asshole? No. No. Yeah, just leave. Like, <laughs> better to get out now than to, like, realize two years later that you didn't want to do it. Two things I draw from this, and, I'll, and we'll get a comments that maybe somebody else has drawn, drawn from this. By the way she talks... I think this person may be asexual. I think they may not be trying to get down with anybody in life like that. Or, and, could be both, might be yeah. slightly autistic, just somewhere along the spectrum. And if they don't like, that's not how they want to be affectionate to somebody. That's not how they play the game of affection. And they may not even recognize it themselves yet. And, uh, no, there's in no way, shape, or form really the asshole. They are simply aware that this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> and uh, that that's that's a fine to know. That's actually probably good to know. That, that and like Box said, to discover that and be to recognize it early enough is uh is smart. Wow, you know what? I uh I, I pulled this and so so I, I didn't realize I had pulled it so soon that there weren't any comments on it. I'm gonna refresh it. And see if uh, whatever this was, and in the in the in the time since I pulled it initially, the person who posted it delivered it, de deleted it. Forgive me. So there were never any comments on it. So that one just died a, a death. I hope she. I, I hope she knew that she wasn't wrong. Also, the person delete. Not only did they delete the comment, they deleted themselves. They got the. They got out of Reddit. User deleted. They shut it all the way down. But nah, you baby, you good. Yeah, you'll never hear this, but I don't know if by some way chance you do know that you I, are okay. I think that was another episode of The Office. <laughs> Is that an episode of The Office that I, I'm unaware of? 
No, uh, it was it was an episode. Uh, well, am I the asshole? What they were talking about? I, I know, I remember that. But I'm uh, saying, I'm saying, I, I was like, is there an episode of Office where somebody was like, I ain't trying to date? Or I mean, I guess probably so. It's actually very much a part of the office. But still. Oh my goodness! Uh, in the realm of entertainment, I am stuck fully, and I don't care on uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West. It is so good. I'm over here doing side missions right now. That is my current brand. I'm almost, I've almost cleared all the side missions that I currently have. So then I'll probably go on to the next uh, actual uh, mainline mission. But uh, that is what I've been on. Hold on. I actually wrote down my uh, entertainment for the week. Let me close this because I don't need it. Uh, oh, it's only two things. It's like I said, it's that and it's Abbott. And Abbott Elementary is. So, so funny. That first episode uh, back from a from a break when uh, my man, uh, <laughs> his, my man's dad came through, asked if he wanted to join. So a joke they set up was that the school has a garden and that uh, the one teacher, his it's father crazy. is a landscaper. And of course, so he's very good at gardening. And the teachers who are trying to garden are awful at it, just terrible at it. And so he's been on the humble tending to this garden this whole time. And it finally came out to them that he has been the one taking care of that garden. And it was so, everything about that, that show is so well written and it's so super, super, super funny. And of course, it won several Golden Globes the other night. Put some respect on it. It, um, I'm only I didn't I don't think I got to that episode yet. I'm still on the reading one, and um, the the funny joke that uh, that keeps on paying off is when um Shirley Ralph uh, Ralph character keeps on naming celebrities wrong. <laughs> oh, see that that's a different. Oh, oh, wait a minute, was that the? Because I just watched the reading one, and that's that's a different that's a different one. So maybe we get a couple of reading ones this year. Well, it, it, the reading competition. Um, Yeah, it was the reading competition between her and um, the lady that, that had on the um, the Scarlet Witch uh, costume. Oh, so yeah, so I think it's, I think it's just two different episodes. Yeah, either way, Shirley Ralph is fantastic because one and like so one of these episodes, she came in and these and these girls was fighting and she she came in. What she yell? She yell, "Earth, wind, and fire! What is going on?" <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> and it's such a good line read, and I love her, and I love uh, 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 Ava. Uh, uh, what's her face? Um, Janelle James. Janelle James. It's it's all just it's all just very good, and uh, they have a, oddly yeah. enough they have a they have a podcast episode, and it's it's so funny, man. Like I said, I I, I happen to like I said just watch the two I was behind on, and uh, they are both really really wonderful episodes. That show is fantastic. It has already been renewed for a third season, of course. That they got that announced the night after it won a bunch of Golden Globes, so it's kind of like, yeah, you kind of got to keep a show like that on. Matt, just to think, maybe, uh, maybe even two years ago, we probably could have had Janelle James on this show because I used to talk to her, like you know, talk back and forth to her regularly on her pod, like about her podcast and stuff. Man, mm. who knew? Maybe <laughs> because like. But- like the way she like we like we were talking back and forth and she was like 
man, like we I got cool and then after that she blew up. Hey, just just you know what I'm saying? It's this it's the it's the black guy who tips bump. Oh yeah. Too too many people uh, 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 uh get down with them and uh, and then uh blow up afterwards. It's like it's dope. I, I fuck yeah, with Rasa- it. Um her her Rasani, um probably with some other people I don't know name. Hey, there you go. There you go. Uh, what about y'all? What y'all? What y'all get down with? I know you said you was uh continuing your Showtime Lakers uh, book. Yes, um, and also like I've been in training this week, so um, that cuts out a lot of my um, you know, my TV time <laughs> during the week. Like um, I like I I finished watching uh Flipper Flop, like yeah. I, that show's over. That was like a very awkward ending to that show. <laughs> um and um I, like i said i watched one episode of abbott um but i got one more to go um oh yeah we went to the movies and i went to go see um is it mindy yeah we went to go see mindy um last week which which it was pretty funny um like the writer of the show was on this um stephen king podcast i listened to mm-hmm. and um i followed her ever since then i'm like man let me check out that movie and um it was. Uh, I think her name was Akila Cooper. Yeah, I was literally just looking at someone's Instagram story. Uh, the movie was Megan. Yeah, Megan. Megan. I was like Mindy. What the hell is Mindy about? Oh. <laughs> yeah, Megan. I'm sorry. Yeah, Danny Fernandez shared um, a screenshot of a Vanity Fair article that was posted today that says Megan screenwriter Akila Cooper did not yeah. set out to invent a gay icon. Man, is is Megan going up like that? It was, it was. I'm not even like a, a big fan of the genre, and I thought it was it was a, it was a pretty good movie. Like I give it a C, a C plus, maybe a okay. B, a B minus. Like people who were like into that genre would definitely give it an A. <clears throat> I might have got um um, <laughs> I might have uh, fumbled the uh the the Mindy. <laughs> But I, I did know Akila Cooper, so I give myself. Uh, yeah, you, you, know. you you messed up the easy part, but you nailed the hard part. Well, that's all, that's just me. That's just that is, I'm about to say that is that is a if any if anything is that is it. <laughs> <laughs> Clean on all the hard parts. My man got them on lock. What's up? Uh, but yeah, that was um, pretty much all my entertainment. Hopefully, you know, um, this week I can you know, knock out something, um, do some kind of documentary or something, whatever have you. But um, uh, I am proud of my um, my oldest son. Now he um, he's been using my Libby account, and he's knocked out not only the uh, the tales of a fourth grade nothing, not only uh, fudge, but super uh, f- f- super fudge, but also fudge mania. I never read fudge mania. I did read tales of fourth grade nothing. That book, you know, you know, like to this day, I'm still mad about that shit. What, what happened? That child. Swallowed his brother's turtle. Oh man! The turtle died, and they was mad at him for asking, having the audacity to ask, "Is my turtle okay?" I I must have missed that part because um, I Drexel Hatcher, aka Fudge. You think I remember? But I remember. (laughs) Like yeah, Fudge was definitely a little asshole, and um, like it was this one part. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Fudge is a little asshole, and um. The, I remember. I just saw today that they are doing a movie of uh, 
uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, mm. which is another uh, Judy Bloom joint. And uh, I remember uh, uh, they did a, she she had wrote a, like, an offshoot. Whoever, uh, who was uh, Peter's uh, look? Sheila, yeah. yeah the Sheila Incredible Tales of Sheila or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I get up. Yet again, I'm probably fumbling that too, but it's about Sheila. Yeah. Um, I, di- I did put that on hold as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, was, you, were, you got your boy reading some classics, man. It was so crazy. It's like, I'm pretty scared about one part that he was listening to Fudge and Mania and they talk about Santa not being real, but he hasn't said anything to me about it yet. Because, you know, Peter's in like sixth or seventh grade, like Spuds only in second. So they was yeah. talking about like, fuck Santa shit. Like, Santa can eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fudge can still believe in them, but I don't. So, yeah. Right on. Daniel, what about you, man? Uh, the usual as far as uh, viewing is concerned, you know, football playoffs are, are here now and watching wrestling and basketball, currently watching the Cavs as we're, we speak. I will say, though, I uh, canceled my upcoming HBO payment because um, I hadn't been watching anything on there. I was like once I finished House of Dragons and my promotional period was going to be up uh, this pay period coming up, so it was going to jump up a couple bucks. Yeah. So instead, uh, I canceled that, and then I went and bought YouTube Premium, mm-hmm. and it has made my YouTube experience. I know you told me years ago, and I, <laughs> I pushed along as long as I could because it wasn't so bad, but yeah. it's gotten so much worse with the sheer amount of ads that they pump into every video that it so was making like YouTube almost now. it was making it almost unwatchable. So now, like with YouTube Premium. YouTube's amazing again. Like I, I can't go back. How much is YouTube Premium? Uh, like eleven ninety nine, twelve ninety nine, yeah. something like that. Yeah, something like that. yeah. It's 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 worth it. <clears throat> it's worth it. It Over it's worth it there. for the amount of YouTube I watch. Yes, mm. because YouTube is pretty much my, my. I don't talk about that on the show because it's like it's such a standard operation. But I watch a lot of long form shit on YouTube that would be unusable. If it were it constantly being interrupted by ads, I simply couldn't be bothered. I wouldn't watch so much YouTube had I had I not gotten rid of YouTube ads at this point years ago. Just well worth it. And the, if you the, if you if you watch YouTube a lot, just go ahead. And the get problem is too that like not all ads on YouTube are created equal. Sometimes you'll get like a six second unskippable, and then sometimes there'll be like a twenty two minute podcast with someone like putting their shit in, and it's like. There was a couple times where, like, I would like put the sleep timer on the TV and I put a video on to play so that I could fall asleep to it. And it gets two minutes in, and then I look up and like it's like not what I was watching. And it's it's an uh, ad, and it's like an ad that's like forty eight minutes long. Yeah, no. So it's like now I don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah, I I I don't I never knew that life. I just had basic YouTube commercials back in the day. And so what's funny is like my kids will tell me they'll go to somebody's house and they be trying to watch YouTube or something. And they're like, I'm just spoiled, Dad. I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm sorry I have spoiled you in, in one regard. Also, but I'm glad you know that ads is crazy and, and, and I'll be on some bullshit. I only see ads when I watch football at this point. Because I don't watch I don't watch normal TV in any way, shape, or form, you know? And so, yeah, advertising at this point is something I see when I watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, you know the deal, people. Uh, holler at us, man. Uh 
And uh, in that regard, we got some people that hollered at us. So let me uh, set us up to so, so I can share it with my homies and then I can share it with you, the listener. And let us get to that. Bakers make the... To you at home, no time at all has passed. To us, <laughs> it was a little bit. I'm going to push play. Oh, Give me a amazing. thumbs up if you guys can hear it. Hey, hello, guys. This is, uh, this is William, you know, my name. Uh, I guess this is my last uh, comment for the last podcast of uh, whatever year this is. Uh, excellent, as always. Keep up the good work. Uh, this comment is mostly for Box, and I'm going to use some lingo that I don't know anybody, but Box would understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is, I got to ask, when you when you did the tweet that angered all the folks about AEW, did anybody call you an e drone? Because apparently that's the, you know, if if you're too favorable, and I don't think you were, but uh, if anybody thinks you're too favorable to that other big promotion, that's what you get called. You get called an e drone. And uh, that's a that's a, a wrestling Twitter, uh, uh, I guess, diss that uh, you know that you hear when you when you're in the, the wrestling Twitter streets. There's e drones. There's AEW sexuals. It's a, it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole thing. And uh, if the rest of the guys don't know what those terms mean, that's probably for the better. You know, uh, you know the the fanatics kind of ruin it for for everybody. For people like for I guess me and and, and Box who who watch like what we like. And turn it off and go do other things. You know, why can't we all do that? Your viral isn't the same as my viral. I had some uh, viral for me posts about uh, about wrestling. Uh, but, uh, yeah, much different than mine. My combined highest total, their highest, their most liked, most engaged tweets, less than 300 likes. But for me, that, that's pretty good. I'm partial to the one where I took a photo of an exclusive interview with uh, Luther Vandross from uh, a 1987 issue of WWF magazine, <laughs> and uh, that's the one. It 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 it, gave, it got less than like 80 80 likes, but I still like that one. That's probably probably my favorite one. Uh, so that's about this episode. Uh, a few episodes back, you guys were talking about uh, baseball managers and ethnicities and nationalities. Now I knew. That uh, you know, uh, Tito uh, is a, was, was, is Italian. Uh, I knew that, but I did not know that Lou Pinella is not Italian. I don't know if you guys knew that. He, he's apparently this. This happened the same week I listened to, to your episode. Apparently not Italian. He's a Spaniard. And in fact, we're mispronouncing his name. I guess technically it's yeah. Inyea. Yeah. I think his family pronounces it that way. I don't know if he does. He may have resigned himself to a lifetime of mispronunciation. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, learn something new. Um, anyway, keep up the good work, and I'll be listening in the new year. All right? Word to WJK for always uh, sending us and showing us love. But wait. Well, hold on. Before, before I, I want to respond. Okay. So, I want... No, no one called me that. Uh, that I remember like I, I definitely don't remember being called that but i am so glad that he brought this up because the wrestler that was signed that day that, that made the whole announcement that i commented on that blew that thing up he wrestled last night and it is the first time i've seen him on tv since that day the like since they signed him that shit they signed him over two months ago 
what the fuck did I say that I said in that tweet? They would sign him. He would like win one match. He'd disappear. Then he'd come back months later with like a 23 like, and one record. Yeah. When he walked out last night, his, his little tagline above his name said, he's won six out of his last seven matches. I'm like, where were they? <laughs> Cause I ain't seen his ass on TV and I watch every week. <laughs> As always, if you know, you know in boxing those people. But wait, we got one more, and it's from our favorite. Happy New Year, guys. I just called to wish you guys a happy hey. new year and to tell you I'm still enjoying y'all show. And your guests from last year were amazing. I loved the interviews. I just loved everything. And I don't really listen to a mother asshole from other people because they talk too much over it or either they are just, they just tell it. I like how you guys give your opinion before it sometimes and try to figure out who is the asshole or not. And um, Tatum always surprises me. I, I always think he's going to go one way, and instead he goes another. I think he does that on purpose, just to mess with me. But I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so much has happened last year, and I've just listened to the shows over and over. Um, I understand wrestling more because of <laughs> lunch and music because uh what I talk about and when you start the show and I love Gabe's kids and wife and the adventures that they're going on. And I just want to say I hope you guys have a great twenty twenty three and I'm gonna continue to listen and just laugh and enjoy and listen to y'all talk about penises a lot. <laughs> I mean, I don't tell of a lot. Yeah, I talk about love you guys. This is April, and um, I'm going to stay crunchy in a minute. Talk to you guys later. Bye bye. Happy oh, New oh, Year. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, thank you both so very much, and thank you, April. And we, I mean, we have penises, and we're guys. We're going to talk about penises. It's just a part of what we do. I don't. I wanted the women talk about they been like that with them amongst themselves. Hmm. That's what we need to do for twenty twenty three. Normalize penis conversation. <laughs> I mean, I think we've been normalizing penis <laughs> conversations for a long time. Maybe we need to back off a little bit. <laughs> I'll let the shock factor wear off, and yes. then when people are kind of used to it, can breathe again. Then we then we hit them again. Yeah, we'll hit them again in two thousand. Dick again in two thousand twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna treat America like they're like a, a a girlfriend that we're fighting with. We cutting the dick off? No, <laughs> not, not literally. No. <laughs> I'm thinking we, we should we should do dicks like they did hymns. Like you know, sometimes they wide leg jeans. Not, but this year we're bringing them back in. But we can let, let them flare back out next year. We could do like no dick after Labor Day. No dick after Labor Day. <laughs> No white dicks. I'm writing it down. So, <laughs> uh, April, you did that. I don't believe we. I don't think we mentioned dicks at all this whole episode. You did this. 
You pulled this out of us. <laughs> Remember, it's a rule. No white dicks at the Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you would like to leave us a message, and we trust me, we'd certainly love to hear from you. Hit us up. 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. Guess what we learned this week about that phone number box on uh, over there at Crimpetissier? Um, it cooks. You can yes, text that true. number. And yes, it does cook because we get that way. You can text that number if you want to. You can send us a text. It'll, it'll come It'll come through uh, just as, as normal. So if you are like uh, worried that maybe you're going to sum over your words and don't know how you would approach a voicemail, feel free to type something out to us, text message style, and boom, it shows up, nothing to it, and we'll read it like we read it. We had uh, some feedback over there at, at Crim Path this week that came via text message, and I thought that's pretty fucking snazzy. Because I didn't was know they worked like that. Was it your British correspondent lady again? No, it was a different listener altogether. Oh, oh, you know what? And while we talk about listener feedback in uh, our uh, IG, uh, we we have a listener who listens to Crim Pat, but also was like, I'm going to listen to more uh, Skim. Uh, that is Miko. Uh, Miko uh, uh, hit me up to say uh, that she listened to 474. She didn't hit me up. She hit the, the show up. Let's, let's, let's get that clear. She hit the skim IG up and said, listening to 474, I got my Kirby Centria 2 back oh. in 2014 or so for $175 from Craigslist. The complete system with the shampoo system and everything. The person <laughs> was just a negligent owner. I brought it from their storage unit. I had to clean it up, but it was basically brand new and still going strong today. You should be checking out Facebook and eBay and shit for a player price Kirby vacuums is what uh, Miko told us. And I'm like, what? Ah, oh, so trust, man. We on the yeah, hunt. Yeah, you you should um, send that video that you sent to us. Um, it wasn't a Kirby, but the, the TikTok where the lady was like, the cleaning lady came to her house. And she, oh, the work. Yeah. Use the yeah. orc. He's like, no, no, ma'am. <laughs> and then uh, that orc kicked ass. Yeah. Yeah. So I dig it. And, and uh, so thank you all for uh, all of your uh, commentary uh, this week. And uh, so on. Uh, you are the dopest. And uh, having people tell us what they think of uh, what we do means we're not just talking to each other. <laughs> and that's pretty dope. <laughs> so you know what it is. Uh, we'll see you next week. It'll be a lovely time, I swear. And until then, that is Tatum216. Good night from me and everyone who loves Batman, but not really. <laughs> That's Lushbox2099. Take me, take me, take me away. <laughs> and Tony Braxton, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Together at last. And again, uh, I- <laughs> and again. <laughs> I am the Interstate 713. You just been podcasting. I know you loved it. Peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.